Hey, Ben. Yes? What type of car do people like to drive in the fall? I don't know. What kind of car do people like to drive in the fall? An automobile. Uh, I got a leaf. Oh! <laughs> The party podcast people. Welcome all. Here we are. Another. I can't do the crazy words that Ben does. This is going to be a great episode of Gear Related. A peek under the hood of the automotive repair industry. Here I am. My name is Heather. And I am Ben. Ra 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 ra. Sis boom ba. Yes. A lot of sis boom and ba. So (laughs) (laughs) after that, all you can do is go. So uh, it's fall. Yes, it is. I love the fall. The fall is my favorite. There's so many fun things to do. But, you know, it's almost winter, though. It's coming. But, you know, there's two things I will say about uh, this is October, which, of Mm -hmm. course, is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Yes. We do have a promotion that uh, we want to talk to you about uh, our shop, Auto. We're just going to drop this here so that you guys can partake of this. It's our regular maintenance, extraordinary care, mm-hmm. where we donate 10% of all your money that you spend on maintenance for your car. We're going to donate it to the Breast Cancer Coalition of Rochester. That's cool. So if you've been holding off on doing any kind of maintenance, this is the month to do it because uh, 10% of the, the proceeds are going to go to a great organization. And you're done before it snows. Right. And you got to have you got to do maintenance on your car anyway. Right. Might as well do it for a good cause. Exactly. Now, the other part about October, it's also Fall Car Care Awareness Month. Ooh, how convenient. Right? Oh, convenient. Oh, um, <laughs> oh they're just coming out. I'm not even trying you're anymore. You're just so punny. <laughs> So we're going to talk a little bit about getting your car ready for winter. Now, a lot of this stuff you can do yourself, but I'm going to throw you another hint here. Schoen Auto does a winter inspection and a spring inspection, and they're usually free. Well, they've always been free. Right. So you can do it yourself or you can come see us. We'll do it for you. Have a cup of coffee. Absolutely. Hang out. Yeah. Hang out with Jeff. Hang out with Jeff. Don't ask him for any of his sandwiches. So what is, what, is, what is it that we check, or what is it you can check on your car? Well, first, mm-hmm. you're going to check your tires, obviously. Duh. It's going to be snowy. It's going to be messy. So you can check them, and you should, like, switch them out. Yeah, right? if you got snow tires, time to put them on. When can, what's the date that you can put your snow tires on by? Okay, so um, October 1st, it is legal to have studded snow tires. Ooh. But you can have snow tires, really. There's no law against snow oh, tires okay. on it's your car. Oh, okay, it's just the studs. Just okay. the studded ones, yeah. Um, and you're going to check it, check your tire pressure too. That's another good thing that uh, you're, you're going to want to have regardless if there's snows or, or regular seasons. Okay. Yeah. We're going to test your battery. Yes. Do not have a bad battery. So many horror movies start with the car not being able to start. Yeah, well, you know, and then when it comes to horror movies, it, it doesn't even matter if it's the battery or something like it's, there's a bad guy and now you, your car's just not going to start. Right. So if your battery is good though, you'll survive. But for those of us that are not in horror movies. (laughs) (laughs) Yet. uh, There's two reasons we do this. One is because as colder temperatures go down. As the temperature goes down. As the temperature goes down, the battery, this is when it it fails more often. 
it's harder on the battery. Can you just knit it a little sweater or no? Not really, no. Okay. I mean, I suppose you could, but I don't know if that's going to help. Okay. <laughs> just in case you guys are bored during the winter months. Right, right. Yeah, So, and the, the other reason we do this is because it's a bad time of year to get stranded somewhere. Well, yeah, so I'm telling you. We're going to check that battery out. Okay. You also want to check all your fluids. Power steering fluid, if you have it. Some are electrical now. Oh, we're going to fill up that washer solvent because you're going to oh. want those sprayers, that de-icer on your, you know. That yeah, you got to have that. You got to have that in the wintertime. That and we kick up so much salt. Yes. Salt, salt, baby. Mm-mm. Isn't it, isn't it so bad when you're driving and you're getting that stuff sprayed out of the window and you, and you hit that button and nothing comes out because you're out and you're just. You're screwed. You're screwed. Yeah. <gasps> Can we say that? <laughs> Can we say screwed? Well, I guess we did. We did. Uh, we're going to check oil, going to check uh, transmission fluid, brake fluid, all the fluids. Fluids. And we're going to check your wiper blades, too. Yeah, got to have sure those. You, make sure you have a good set of wiper blades on there. You know, they actually have winter wiper blades, too. Really? What's the difference? Are they hardier? They are hardier. They A lot of them have a covering, too, because if you see, mm. if you see like a normal um, wiper blade that's not a contoured wiper blade, it has like these uh, linkages. And the ice gets built up in between them. Oh, and then it just drags it across. That's what makes me mad. Yeah. Just drags that ice across. So we can you, you can put winter wiper blades on and avoid that altogether. Cool. Uh, the other thing you might want to check, too, is just make sure your heater and your defrosters work. Right. Now, that just takes a couple seconds. Turn yeah, it on, make sure they work. We have not been using that. Check all your sun. lights. Make sure your turn signals, headlights, brake lights... All those good lights work. Before that snow hits and we're in, you know, lake effect snow. Right, right. And uh, I don't want to talk about that anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Can we avoid that conversation altogether? <laughs> I know. Uh, we're going to look at your brakes, too. Now, this may be something that uh, you can do on your own, or uh, if you're not really comfortable with it, it's, it's a really good idea just to make sure that you got plenty of pad material because you do want to stop, even when it's snowy outside, or maybe even more so. I was going to say. <laughs> you certainly want to stop. So, yeah. Stop on by, come see us, and we will do all that for you, or you can do it yourself. I want you to do it. <laughs> <laughs> But there's a, there's one other thing that I wanted to talk about um, that that I, I get this question every year. Should I undercoat oh, my yeah. car? Yeah, I mean, it, that's a big question, and there's different types, right? There is. There's so actually lay it on me. There's actually four different types. <laughs> four. I know it's it's, it's quite a lot. So, you, and we're it's not just undercoating. We're also talking about rust prevention, right? Right. Well, that's the whole point, right? So here's one doodad gizmo thingamajig that you, that, that, uh, you can get. It's uh, an electronic rust preventer. What? Yeah, I know. It sounds kind of funny, but if you think about rust, what is, what is rust? It's an uh, electrochemical reaction. When, oh, because of the salt. And the, yeah, the So that's ions. what rust is. So what this, uh, purportedly what this does is it puts a small current through the metal of all of your car. So you hook this device up somewhere and ground it to the chassis, and it just puts a little small current through it. Oh, so it. you just leave it on? Yeah, you just leave it on. And it's oh, supposed to science. prevent it's supposed to prevent rust. Now, if you if you research this, it has very mixed reviews. I was gonna say, what do people say? And I can tell you, I've seen these on cars. You open up the hood and there's this little blinky device or whatever, and 
And I, and I, some of these cars have no rust and then other ones I'm like, wow, this didn't work at all. <laughs> Is this thing on? <laughs> so yeah, that, that one, it's uh, pretty mixed reviews on that one. Okay. Another one, which is, uh, uh, th- this is the one I think most people are familiar with, familiar with. This is that, uh, undercoating spray, that black, like tar crap that, yeah. uh, you spray underneath the whole chassis. I love that you just called it crap. I think friends that we can, can understand what he thinks about this stuff. <laughs> well, I mean, I, it works I, probably. It does work. It does. It works very well. And but then, mechanics have a love hate relationship with it because it prevents rust, but it also gets really messy when you're working on cars. So, and this is, this is one you can do yourself too. Mm-hmm. They have these spray cans that you can buy at the store and undercoat your own car. How do you do that? You have to get up underneath there, though. You do. You have to get your car um, at least elevated. If you want to crawl under there uh, on, yeah. a, on a creeper, you can definitely do this on your own. That's another horror um, movie thing. I, I will advise, though, that if you do decide to do this, wear gloves, wear protective shield. Yes, because you get this stuff on you. It does not come off very People easily. People dress like you're going into a COVID room, all right? I mean, you put it head to toe. Yeah, this stuff is worse than sap. And it's oh, and it's all black I too, so it, it shows up really good. So, you know, after you're done, you go go out to eat with your friends or whatever. They just think you're a filthy person that doesn't know how to shower properly. What is not all this black cool. crap you, you have all over yourself? Ugh. And you're like, whatever, I have no rust on my car. So this one does work really well. Uh, it is primarily only for the underbody, the under, the, the chassis mm-hmm. of your car. Obviously, you're not going to spray this on your paint, right? Well, I bet somebody has. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the next one is a dripless oil spray. Oh. So, oh. so this is a, like a petroleum-based product that actually turns into like a waxy kind of Is it Vaseline? It is not Vaseline. Okay. They, they have different brands of it. Um, and this one again, turns into like, it kind of hardens in a, oh, okay. in, in a it, it basically cures after you but spray it. But it's clear. It, and so it you creates can... a barrier. Yeah. Okay. And it's not black and tarry. But it's not Pam. No, it is not Pam. Okay. Don't use Pam, guys. Don't I know use it, it anyway, but don't yeah. use Pam. Yeah. Um, so there's that one. And then the last one is called the drip oil method. So we have drip less, and now we have the drip oil. Okay. So the drip oil one is basically they uh, they spray this in all over the car. This is complete rust protection inside things like inside doors, and it's like an aerosol stuff that starts dripping. And it takes about twenty four to forty eight hours for this to be done, for this fully cured and not dripping anymore. So just be wary of that. It's gonna it's kind of a little messy. Okay. So those are those are the four but types. But like, of- does it work good? They all have their their pros and cons. Okay. Uh, I was but yeah, say. They, they all work very well. Okay. The, the electric one, maybe, maybe, maybe not, not so much. So much. Sure um, yeah, but they're just different ways of doing it. I like the drip oil method. Uh, this is the one that the the dealerships will do to new cars. Um, uh, well, from, yeah, like, from they the can factory, sit for a little bit, right? Because it takes so long for these well, things cars have to sit. And it seems like it wouldn't be that messy if you needed to like do the brake lines or something. Of course, if it's a brand new car, you better not have to do the brake lines. Yet. Yeah, yeah. Now, the one big con about all of these, uh, of course, is cost. Mm-hmm. Because with right. the uh, the undercoating, um, the tar, like the Z-Bart one, the dripless and the drip oil method, all of these have to be done repeatedly. Oh. So this service... So it's do, like it's once not, a year yeah, kind of a thing? Or? It's not one and done, oh. um, unfortunately. 
So that is one that that's the major con for the, to when it comes to undercoating is it's just a cost thing. It, well, how much do these cost? Um, so they have different price structures depending on which one you want. So obviously there's a, a range of prices. It can be anywhere from $200 to up to like $1,200. Oh my I've gosh. Heard. And then you have to do that every couple of years. Yeah. And then again, so like they're, they have added features and it depends on how much product they use like so how big is your car and right are you going to get the the undercarriage plus the big package deal where they do this that and the other i don't know there's there's all all different kinds of ways you can do it so um, you've got to do your research for like what car you have and is it worth trying to save all your fuel lines brake lines all of that that gets rusted out right right and they also have like one of the add-ons is like sound deadening so if you, if you oh. it can actually make your car quieter. So that's one of the, the, the pros to, to some mm-hmm. of these undercoating mm-hmm. features, obviously like the, the drip oil method is not going to have right. any sound, but that tar features. would, right, right. You could spray quite a bit of that stuff on there. Oh, the other, the other, if, if you are going to do this yourself, one thing I will say, be careful where you spray that stuff too on your car. Don't get it on your exhaust because it will smell for a long time. E. And don't get it on moving parts either. Oh, gosh. <laughs> it can throw, you know, things out of balance like an axle and create vibrations in your car. So just be careful with that stuff. I'm just going to say you could just wash your car. That's the method that I personally choose. But again, uh, <laughs> I work on the car, so uh, I don't like touching this black tarry stuff. The uh, average consumer, you guys out there. Yeah, you don't have to worry about that. Yeah. So it, it let Ben it do is, it. It is a good, yeah, I mean, <laughs> it is a good investment if you plan on keeping your car for a very long time, especially in New York with the salty roads. Right for us in the Rust Belt, we have uh, very belt. few weapons against things like that, but there's four of them. So there you have it. So I hope that uh, is enough information for you guys to take care of your cars before you get them out on the the road uh, this this winter. I hope. Uh, I hope y'all learned something today. I did. I feel like <laughs> I know so much more now than I did 15 minutes ago. Good. So much. That's I, good. I want to know something else, though. One okay. more thing. What's your favorite thing to do in the fall? Oh, that's a great question. I know. Now, I think... Can I just say something that I don't get to do, but I really, really want to do it? Okay. My favorite fall activity, I think, if they did it anywhere near around in our area, and we'll have to find this out, is pumpkin launching competitions. Listen, you do this on your own. I will build a trebuchet someday. (laughs) Someday I will, and I will launch pumpkins. Maybe It's a dream. Maybe next year when we're... You know, not practicing all the social distancing. Hopefully, we'll make that dream come true. Hey, we make videos now. Maybe we should make a how to make your own trebuchet video. No. Um, I think that sounds dangerous. <laughs> no, <laughs> nobody needs that information. That's your that's your fall thing, huh? That would be my favorite fall thing if uh, if I could do it. Yeah. Okay. What about you? What's your favorite fall thing? I don't know. I really, really. We're so spoiled out here because we have a lot of fun things. That we do. I think my favorite thing to do is the corn maze. Besides eating apple and cider, right? Because we love I love e- apples, uh, ci- donuts. Donuts. That's, yeah, that's what All I the donuts. Give me all the donuts. <laughs> and it doesn't matter because it's almost sweater weather. Boom. <laughs> 
can hide the the donuts. Yeah, corn mazes are fun too. And that's socially distanced. We could do those. It is. Mm-hmm. That's very true. It's all outdoors. All right, folks. So get the car going and have then a, get the corn maze going. Have a great fall, everyone. <laughs> and, and the cat <laughs> just jumped on Ben. <laughs> Sorry. Hello, kitty. Uh, yeah. <laughs> or parrot. She's on my shoulder. She's, she just jumped right up there. She wants to be part of the podcast. <laughs> okay, so, all right, let's close this thing out. Seriously. Questions, comments, fall activities, send them all to us. You know where to find us? Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at Show and Auto. That's S-C-H-O-E-N. Bye!